Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, it's DJ Jesse Janity, and I want to tell you guys a little bit about True Car. True Car is changing car buying forever. True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Just in the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features may not be available in all states, but to see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Into the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menunos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes. Hey there, Z Nation fans. Welcome to another episode of the After Buzz Recap Show. How are you all doing tonight? Hey there, Z Nation fans. Welcome to another episode. I can't do it. Yeah, are we actually here tonight? Is this real? No, this is my dream you guys are in. Oh, is yeah. it yours, though, or Which is means it you're Megan's dreaming about your dream? <laughs> it's a and dream then, so it's a dream. actually Katie's dream. <laughs> And, and I, then Zach's gonna okay, wake up and go, what the I'm hell? I don't remember my dreams, so, um, I don't, I don't remember my dreams, my so dreams are you're awesome. all <laughs> Yeah. Who here has PTSD? That's how we'll determine whose dream this actually is. This guy, is. he has no mustache. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> I lost my mustache so in battle. Much. And all of the iTunes <laughs> listeners are like, oh my god, is he okay? <laughs> yeah, he just shaved. Or anyone that's just listening is like, wait, he had a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> he had that too. Anyway, we should, before we go on and figuring out what's real and what's not and who's actually here and who's actually a figment of our imaginations, we should probably introduce Introduce the panel to my left, Katie Cullen. Are we absolutely sure the show is not just going to restart suddenly? It might. I don't know. One Who of us may sure have of to die first. Oh, that's. Not, I'm not a fan of that. Really, Raya Tahiri. Go with that. I mean, Sean might be like, "Hey, we got to start over." That could be good. You know, you never know. And I'm a beardless Zach Wilson. (laughs) The theme just starts playing again. (laughs) Anyway, but also joining us are two very, very special guests. Anastasia Baranova, who plays Addie. Hi, guys. And Michael Welch, who plays Mac, who are basically the stars of this episode. Yay! Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting a thumbs up from the booth like, yeah, we get you. I have to ask, like... When you guys were going over the script for this one, what was your reaction? Because I I started off this episode thinking Mac was going to end up dead, just based on the preview alone. Yeah, I mean, this was a pretty crazy one. You know, um, we we weren't in a couple in a row because we got separated from the group, and the, and the way they ended up airing, they ended up putting this one before the next one. That's not how we. That's not the order in which we shot it, but. Um, yeah, I, I thought, you know, it was just, I thought it was a really cool opportunity. Um, it, it was a unique challenge for me. I've never, like, carried a thing before uh, throughout my career. And um, I really, like, you know, I, I, for me personally, I mean, I, I really had a chance to experience the, the full range of, like, what human beings can experience. I mean, I remember after our first day filming, 
stage. She looks at me and she goes, "You realize you went through every possible thing a human being can go through today. You were you were sad, angry, relieved, happy, emotional, like the whole spectrum." Um, so it was it was pretty cool and and uh, yeah, we actually like. I mean, we we like lived together in Spokane. We had like a little apartment together, so um, we we went over this a lot and we talked about it a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It was fun. I I had a good time with it. How about you, Stage? <laughs> You're stupid. Um, uh, it was super super great. I actually, Mike, talking about it just now, I just got like really nostalgically excited to go back and like, oh, is it season two yet? Can it be next year? Um, how was it reading it? I mean, going through the whole thing, like, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was really good, man. It was a whole episode <laughs> of just us, like, having adventures and Mike being epic and me losing my mind. So, pretty, t- yeah, I mean, it was, I, I remember reading it and just being like, whew, he's got all the work. <laughs> good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yeah, you just no. do a lot of screaming at the scream end. A lot. Like, yeah, wow. Just, just lose my mind. Yeah. But yeah, I I was really surprised by this episode because I wasn't expecting Z Nation to do an episode like this, to have something like Groundhog Day or I think you pointed out Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> run Lola Run. Whatever it's called. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's Edge, Edge of, of Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> or isn't All You Need Is movie? Kill? It was initially 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 <laughs> called All You Need Is Kill, but they changed it for marketing purposes. The graphic novel it's based on is All You Need Is Kill. And then they changed to Edge of Tomorrow, and then they changed it again when they released it on DVD to Live, Die, Repeat. No, that's no, the tagline. No, that's just the tagline. <laughs> Not anymore. What? <laughs> You're hey, we're getting off topic. What the hell, marketing? What the hell? <laughs> anyway, but, but this was Run Lola Run. Yeah, it was very much Run Lola Run, and so I wasn't sure at first if it was real or if it was not, if it was a dream or if this was somebody's like dying, you know, something like a vision that they get like right before they're dying, you know, that sort of thing. I don't know. What did, what was your guys' initial take? Well, I remember watching it, getting through the first like 10 minutes or so and going, seriously, everything that they showed us in that preview was from a dream sequence? Come on, show. And then it kept repeating and repeating like, oh, the whole show's a dream sequence. <laughs> All right. That's a... Uh, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to be very angry if Mac ended up dying at the end. I was going to be like, okay. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. You Get know, it was funny. I'm not ready. I don't know if this is something I should reveal or not, but... Uh, After Buzz exclusive, one, do it. <laughs> one of the original notes from the Sci-Fi Network was, we love the episode, but... Um, we don't know how we feel about the whole dreaming thing. And <laughs> we kind of went, well, that's sort of the episode. <laughs> you just wanted to be stuck in a literal time loop? Like I, they drove into the 12th dimension or something and can't get out? Yeah, I don't Should've know. Should have saved by the flowers. It's already zombies. Why not have time distortion? Sure. It can turn into an episode of Doctor Who. They would have had to roll literally through that. the like through an episode of the Twilight Zone for that to be physically possible. I would sense. watch that. I would totally Me watch too. that TV I would program. watch that TV program. Too bad it was canceled decades ago. (laughs) It goes black and white. That guy comes out with a cigarette. Hello. You're in the (laughs) Z-Zone. Is that that just the zone? zone. It would be the zone. 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 But anyway, it was... We are so off topic. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I kind of don't even know how to go about recapping this because... Everything it it does it just repeats over and over again as slowly it gets revealed whose dream this actually is and then what happened to cause this sort of repressed memory. So it's it's cool, but I guess I guess we can go ahead and start and try. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts off with our couple. They've been separated from the rest of the group, as you mentioned, and and they're not on the best terms right now. They're they're not happy with one another because obviously Mac wanted to go and go off on their own. Addie wanted to stay with the group, and now they've lost the group. So they're not really on the best terms right now. Your guys' How- riding on the motorcycle remind me of Dumb and Dumber, though. I was waiting for one of you to be like, just pee, just let it go, just let it go. <laughs> How did they survive the tsunami? We didn't see they went that south. at all. They said they went south. Right. So they just west. missed the entire thing. We yeah, our the- noodles. <laughs> yeah, because they were they were traveling 
the west. tsunami was traveling west, right? Yeah. And then we, okay. yeah, we sort of, by going south, I guess we, we just kind of missed yeah, it. Yeah, zombies right? can't turn left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. I turned left. They, they can't open doors. They can't turn left. Makes they sense. can knock. <laughs> Raptors can knock, Which, too. again, it's an episode of Doctor Who now. Anyway. <laughs> you keep bringing up Doctor Who. She's going to lose her mind over yeah, it. I, 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 I haven't watched my emotions. I haven't watched last night's episode yet. So. I haven't watched this. I haven't watched anything Capaldi. Really? I'm saving up. Okay. So you can just binge watch it. <sighs> yeah. And then you can Sean, watch the after off show. the off which... topic button. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can watch the after show, which airs on Monday night. <laughs> and she's on it. Anyway. That's brilliant. A host. Try the entire panel. Guys. <laughs> okay, let's get back to Focus it. Focus up. <laughs> get it together, everyone. Anyway, so they go, and initially they're going to stop at this creek, but, and kind of a weird line, like, beauty attracts trouble, you should know that. That was kind of a really passive-aggressive <laughs> thing to say. Oh, yeah, we're we're super snipey at the beginning of this Yay. episode. I think, I think Mac is... It's just kind of done at this point, you know. Like every relationship needs its space, and we we get no space. Frustrated, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sick of each other, yeah. So that was that was completely directed at her. Yeah. I mean, and it, it's stressful enough when you know families and couples go on road trips together anyway, yeah. and then you put like zombies in it. It's just all sorts of terrible. I'm sure we can all relate to that. Well, zombies. What's well, a relationship built on trauma, and they go over that. It reminded me of the end of Speed. Yeah, because <laughs> they say, you know, at the end of Speed, they say, "Oh, maybe we shouldn't be together because relationships built on trauma can't possibly last." And he's like, "Okay, well, we can base our relationship on sex then. I can, I can deal with that. That works." There were the end of Speed. Sorry? It is the end of speed. Yeah, pretty much. But that's true. They go and find another place to camp out. Because they ran out of fuel and got stuck there. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> Good job, everyone. <laughs> but um, but you're absolutely right. We do find out how they ended up meeting, which was they met the night everything went to hell. And they've just been running together ever since. And it's it's kind of sad, but also kind of endearing. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought that was one of the <coughs> the coolest things that, like, again, I, the show is pretty realistic in the <laughs> sense that if this were to happen, there are any number, there are only so many, like, some people would live, some people would die, some people would survive because their brains, some people brute force, whatever it is, and for the most part, it's like, yeah, we're the only two who made it out of this thing, and so then you just go just go and you know you don't really stop going and i i thought it was interesting because this it raises some interesting questions at least in my mind of like as a viewer watching going man like what is a relationship i mean forget the apocalypse Mm -hmm. you know it's like what is that thing it's it's two people connecting on some level so from max point of view it's like yeah well the way that we connect is we literally need each other like that is so much more of a real relationship than any pre-apocalyptic relationship could ever be and it's funny too just the different perspectives the male and female perspectives like as a male watching the show at the point I don't know if this is the intended reaction but at the point when Addy is like listen you know we uh, I mean we we eat together we kill together we survive together and we have sex together but that's about it and I'm going that's it I mean that's that's compared to most married couples I'd, I'd say we're ahead of the game that sounds like a pretty good relationship well, power's there I'd like to think most married couples don't go out and kill things a lot I would hope just saying the ones in happy marriages do <laughs> exactly maybe that's what they're doing wrong yeah the most healthy relationships go out and kill zombies together just, right? are we thinking of Mr. and Mrs. Smith here because I'm talking real world no zombies if, if you're going out as a couple and killing other people you got problems whoa, 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 whoa. Now you're bringing people into it. I'll just say kill stuff. <laughs> anyway, stuff includes people. before we get off people topic stuff. again, I don't want I don't want the button. I don't want them to press <laughs> the button and get me in trouble again. Too late. So, but what I really liked about this was it was a genuine conversation about their relationship. Like he doesn't even know her middle name. Yeah. And and yeah, you're absolutely right. The different perspectives. They've never been on a real date, and that was so sad. Like to to when they came to that realization. And, and but it was really sweet to see him try to see him go out and pick the flower and and try to ask her out and and then I I don't remember who said it but was it Abram 
who said that a lot of this show is about sexually frustrating its character. Mm-hmm. That might have yeah. been Abram. With the gun. <laughs> the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we had one of the writers, Abram Cox, on a, a couple He's episodes. A director, after. I believe. Oh, yeah. He was the director. Sorry. Um, yeah. We had the writer with him. But yes. he says a lot of this show is about sexually frustrating his characters. And when Matt came back and Addie was asleep, I was like, okay, I'm starting to see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to see where that comes from. I got a question. For your characters, now we know, we've learned from this episode that they were somehow, like, were you guys in high school when you met? Because you're wearing, like, a Letterman jacket. Was that a high school Letterman or was that a college Letterman jacket? College. College? Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. That was was the idea. Yeah, it's college. It did look a little high school. It looked a little high school. (laughs) I see. I mean, like, your character was very down, dressed down, but normal. I think. So I was just curious. I think they just, like, had the opportunity to throw me in a freaking schoolgirl skirt. And, and then what happens to your Letterman jacket? Yeah. I mean, uh, that was, it held it against the bikes. Right, that was the idea that, that, you know, that was his because he played hockey and stuff, so. Huh. Um, so, it, yeah, but, yeah. I was wondering what you lettered in. I was like, oh, that's cool. She's got a varsity jacket. Well, oh, I it was way his, too big for her. Yeah. yeah, it was not sized correctly. And he wore it first, and then she wore it, so it was like, oh, that's where it came from. He wore <laughs> it first in her dream sequence. <laughs> But, yeah. And that makes me wonder about the conversation they had about their relationship, because we find out that's also part of the dream. Does it apply? Yeah. We, we basically get all of this character development for Mac throughout the episode, and then it turns out that none of it was actually it really real. Happened. So yeah. do we actually know anything about Mac at this point? Okay. Or is he still just kind of a big question mark? Is he just Addie's boyfriend? No, I, I think the character development is fair because Addie knows Mac as well as anybody else. I mean, ultimately the whole episode was Addie psychologically trying to work through this thing. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I, I don't I don't think that invalidates what we learned about Mac. I mean, I, at least in my mind, it, it doesn't. Yeah, okay. I think we got, a, a, we got a window into him because we didn't know. Even if this journey wasn't his journey, we got to know this character a little bit better. Okay. And it does say a lot about their relationship because he is the avatar that she uses to work through this issue. That means he's the one she trusts the most to have her back to work through the things that she can't deal with. And I'm sure the same applies to him as well, you know, when it comes to like who, who he can count on to have his back. So I guess the big question with their relationship that sort of came up in that discussion is, whether or not just because if surviving if you treat it like a job like a 24 7 job that they have do they have anything in common outside of work Mm -hmm. Um, and i think that's what she's struggling with in this episode and like there was like this look on your face when he's talking about like the per like taking you out to dinner and like on the perfect date that said to me, like, oh, that doesn't sound like a very fun day. That sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. kind of dull. <laughs> I got that, too. I was like, oh, poor Mac. <laughs> but that's like, because that's not, like, you might have gone three dates in and been like, oh, well, we're on different wavelengths. But when you got to kill zombies every day, yeah. you're like, all right. <laughs> all right, this works. But let's go ahead and talk about the dream sequence that that ends up, you know, repeating over and over again. So Mac wakes up. Addie's gone. And he hears her crying. And so he goes and comes across a bunch of zombies who are already dead. They're dead, but um, but he's, but they have a bunch of bite marks on them, strangely enough. And he's wondering what bites a zombie. And that's when he sees this creepy snake come up. Zombie snake. It's not a zombie snake. It is too a zombie snake. It's dead. Was it a zombie snake? I thought it was a rattlesnake. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a it was python. It was something big. It was a big snake. Yeah, I thought it was just. A, I thought it was just a snake. I didn't think it they was. They grayed zombie. out its eyes. I thought it was supposed to be dead. Mm. I thought snakes just have gray eyes. <laughs> I'm just gonna say zombie snake. Uh, I'm yeah, sticking with that. That's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. But does that mean that rattlesnakes can kill zombies? Let's go with yes. This was a dream. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm, not I'm gonna assume it doesn't well, apply. If venom, like if, if snake venom, can shut down a nervous system, and a nervous system is required for muscle movement. Regardless, snake venom congeals blood, though, and if there's already no blood flow in a zombie because dead, because circulatory system, then what's the point? Regardless, it wasn't a rattlesnake; it was a python. Moving on, <laughs> it's not <laughs> <in> science. <laughs> it's 
not important. <laughs> you guys uh, don't know what kind of snake it was. <laughs> I feel like it was a rattlesnake. Yes. It definitely, I feel it definitely like I remember rattled. something yeah. in the in the script about it being a rattler. It was big, though. It was way too big to be a rattlesnake. Maybe, maybe they make in, big rattlers. Maybe in the script it was meant to be a rattlesnake, but no, they heard it, get one. heard it rattle. Mm-hmm. But it's a python! I, I'm from the desert. I know what rattlesnakes well, look like. Well, in, in, in Addie's dream, it rattled. So. <laughs> they were fine. They made a baby. They made a baby. <laughs> and it's a snake it was a they zombie made, rattlesnake. They was it giant? Baby. Was it? <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> sure. Anyway, it was moving a dream. On. So uh, as Max walking through, he sees this basically hulk of a zombie with the Z-whacker in his chest and Addy's necklace in his mouth. Didn't he call it Andre the Giant yeah. at one point? <laughs> it's just this big guy and he's seemingly unstoppable. Because even hitting him repeatedly over and over in the head doesn't kill him. But in this first iteration of the dream... A giant freaking cinder block falls, lands on Mac, and that's when the zombie attacks him and kills him. And that's when he wakes up and we realize, oh, it was just a dream. But then it happens again, almost exactly like it did the time before, only he was able to picture, oh, he's like, oh, I know that's going to fall, and he gets it to fall directly onto the zombie. But again, even bashing it repeatedly in the head doesn't kill it. He didn't try to kill it. He didn't shoot it. He didn't anything. He just left it there. And so it pushes the the big chunk of ceiling off of itself and starts chasing him. It's like, way to not double tap. (laughs) Just... So then he's got giant Hulk zombie chasing him, and he jumps but, off a ledge to try to escape it, and onto some rebar. Yeah. Because he has the Ouch. worst luck on the planet today. I have to ask, how, like, because a lot of actors in this show obviously get pretty interesting death scenes and everything like that. What is it like to be the only actor who got multiple death scenes so far? <laughs> Taker. Oh, man. And by the way, that, we cut out a bunch of deaths that didn't even make it. <laughs> we shot so many deaths. There was a death montage at one point. I want the blooper reel. Oh, man. I want I, like, this. He, he pulls my head off. He, oh, my God. What else? I, I'm trying to remember what else. It was a lot. There were, there were at least like five or six that we just cut out completely. I died so much. Um, I really want this. Yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, it was pretty wild. I mean, and, and we shot this episode pretty quickly, too, because there were only a few actors. Like, we cut off a day, so we did this in five days. So oh, wow. At one point, like, we, we had two different units shooting. And at one point, while the first unit was shooting, then I would run off to the second unit to shoot, like, three or four deaths while they're, like, setting up the lights <laughs> and cameras over here. Then we go back to do the rebar. I mean, it was it was insanity. It was absolutely crazy. What was the question again? What was it like to die so much? Yeah. Yeah. Um, How'd that go? It was It was cool. I mean... Because we had all these fight sequences and all these stunts and everything, um, they ended up bringing on an extra stunt guy. So it was the guy who did, like, the Avengers movies mm-hmm. and, like, the oh. James Bond movies. He's, like, one of the top guys. So I got to work with him, and that was really cool. And, the, and the, the other actor who played the zombie was just fantastic. He was game for everything. He was – I assume he played football or something. He was <laughs> yeah. so big. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, actually, yeah, it, he has a twin brother. No, oh, really. wow. Damn. okay but yeah it was uh it was fun i mean the thing honestly the 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 only frustrating thing for me shooting that episode was like i wanted to keep it as clear in my mind kind of where we are during the course of this sequence so it's like okay so so i i mapped it out i was like all right so this is dream three and this is where mac is here and this is dream four and blah 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 and then it kept like changing every day, and then we we didn't really know what we were doing because we shot it all in one location. It's like, all right, so there's seven different dreams in this location, and I just wanted to be clear about where we were in that sequence. Ultimately, it didn't really matter because it was it was Addie's dream anyway. Um, but that was the only thing that was like super frustrating to me about the episode. Other than that, all the fighting and all the blood and all the all I love that stuff. It's fantastic. Oh, no. And it was really cool to watch. But at this point, I wasn't quite sure what to make of this. I wasn't sure what this was all kind of building to. Because at this point, you know, he he keeps dying over and over again. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, where is this going? How many dreams within a dream is this? Is this a time loop? I didn't know where it was going. What did you guys think? Well, what I really liked is that when he did wake up, we didn't have to see that whole part of him running <laughs> yeah. and seeing it all we got the hint the first or second time and they just kind of cut to the point of him trying to get to the door and i i like that editing aspect of it all 
I thought that was hilarious when they just kind of went to the montage of like, yeah. okay, and then don't he, jump this far next time. <laughs> okay, do this. Yeah. And it also kind of reminded me of a video game when you like die, you're like, damn, it just start over. Sense. Yeah, all right, <laughs> go this way, continues. go this way. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it, it was good. Like once I realized they were doing like a Groundhog Day because I was like, again, dream <laughs> sequence. Um, I'm glad it wasn't just one dream sequence. After after last week with the cosmonaut. I was like, if they just, like, start off with a dream sequence, that's <laughs> not going to cut it. Yeah, this show likes to mess with us. I don't know what's real anymore. You don't anymore. say. <laughs> you don't say. Like, here's this guy. You think he's our main character. We kill him. Here's this guy who's an astronaut. Oh, he's not real. Here's a dream <laughs> sequence. Z. It's not actually Max's dream sequence. Citizen Z wakes up at the end of the season, <laughs> and the whole zombie apocalypse was a fever dream. Oh man! Oh. I hope not. End of show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. Spoilers. But in the course of these iterations, Mac eventually comes across a door, and in in one of the final inter- iterations, Addie's there, and he's actually able to talk to her and try to work through a little bit of this. She's like, "Okay, well, let's go through this together." What's funny during the scene? I was like, "Go around, you'll see." I'm like, "Oh, stairs that go downstairs, weird." (laughs) Looking at it, going, "Okay, we're in the middle of a dilapidated warehouse, and there's concrete everywhere, and things are falling apart. Why is there like half of a living room here? This is not okay. Set here. Why is it that half of the living room that looks like Addie's? Oh, (laughs) I think when I figured it out was when we hit the second time of Max saying, "Where'd you get the necklace?" Because the first time was him screaming." at the zombie and the second time was him actually asking her and that's the point where I'm like it's her dream it's her somehow and then literally two seconds later she wakes up (laughs) winner (laughs) but yeah so we we do have that and we come across this door and even when it's opened it's still boarded up it's this repressed memory of what happened to Addie so once once we do come to the realization that, oh, this isn't Max's dream, this is Addie's dream, she's able to go and confront it. And but we have another iteration where Mac goes and confronts it first. It's him going down the stairs in that letter jacket. Yes. that And that was very interesting, too, because Addie, at, at the beginning of the episode, had a flashback because she's trying to remember what it is that, you know, this repressed memory is, and she remembers Mac being there. Mm-hmm. And so when we see this, we think, okay, this is what actually happened. Mac was there. This zombie attacked this boy. And it's it's the big Hulk zombie, not what was actually there. And and Mac ended up killing it. And that's and he didn't know at first that you have to kill it with, you know, by killing the brain. And then uh, I, I forget. How did that end with, with that particular sequence with Mac? Because Mac was yelling, why won't you die? Why won't you die? And then that's when he, uh, Addy woke him up. Oh, okay. yeah. You were talking in your sleep. Okay, and then and then that's when we get the iteration with him and Addie going to the door together. At which point you start thinking, oh, this is the real thing this time around because the things he's expecting to happen in this dream aren't, and there is a lack of giant zombie. Which is when we get to the door and we open it up. Oh, it's boarded up. Okay, well, you know, break the boards in and let's see. And the zombie comes running up behind them <laughs> while they're <laughs> looking in this door. And it's like, ah! You know, the zombie was probably really mad that Mac took over the knocking down the wood. Addy could have done it just fine. You know, rude. just saying. Super rude. <laughs> I just, I seriously <laughs> thought that they had actually woken up that time. This was actually real. And the zombie runs up and kills Addy. It's like. I was, oh dear God! At this point, I was I was worried that the whole thing had been some sort of psychic premonition, and that now Addie was dead. I was yeah. I was upset yeah. with the series at that point. I was like, "Series, don't do this to me. That's not good. That's so not cool." That's how the zombie got the necklace in his teeth, and that's how it's got the Z whack. Okay, wait, no, they just woke up again. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, fooled you. But but then when we do get Addie waking up and realizing that this has been her dream the whole time, and she's able to go and confront the Hulk zombie and basically just knocks him aside like it's nothing, which that was a really cool sequence, by the way, <laughs> when you're just walking in slow motion. So did you ever play softball or baseball? No? You just knew how to do handle that bat and do the twirl? and What's super <laughs> funny, so... Um, my, one of my best friends who I live with, um, she hula hoops professionally. Oh. And she has these gorgeous LED hula hoops, and she'll do a couple at a time or three, you know, and they're just magic. And so I'll mess around with them. And the only thing that I can do is, like, 
the this thing where I like basically like make an eight with it and with the hoop it like swings around. So I've been doing that all summer and so or, you know sort of the year. So I got to set like on the first day. I was like, oh yeah, cool. And it's the simplest <laughs> procedure, but it looks really cool. And all season long, I was like, I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it. I'm going to find it. Because I'd always do it in my free time, but I would never like get to do it on the show. And then I was like, oh, this is your moment, baby. Let it go. Um, so I did that part. And then, yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll give myself a little credit. Um, after our first day, the first scene we shot in the whole show was when we get the Z-Whacker, where it's, you know, it's Mac and Addy and Doc, and we're trading with Sketchy and Skeevy, and I, like, you know, was doing the thing, and John was, like, telling me how to swing, and uh, people were like, oh, you play baseball. I was like, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I do on TV. not <laughs> <laughs> in your life. So it worked. It's cool. Awesome. It was. It was a was really impressive. cool, fun sequence. I was like, look at her swing that thing around. That's amazing. She's watching that going, someone's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and she does. She knocks the Hulk zombie aside. I don't even know if that's his official title, but that's what I'm going to call him. Close enough. <laughs> And the door is no longer boarded up. And so she goes down and we see that it's her in the Letterman jacket. And she goes down and sees, I, I guess that's her little brother. Um, he's, I, I guess, I, I wasn't able to tell. What, was he bitten? Bit or yeah. neck bite. It, it was, Which you didn't seem to really care that your little brother got killed at the end of the episode you're more worried about your mom <laughs> which I get the whole point. well well, she didn't she kill, kill her, her little brother, brother and she I know, probably but... didn't give him mercy either Ooh, still you must have not really liked him I, I played that I did I, I, I thought about it I was like well ultimately that means I had to do that with him as well um, but yeah I mean good point I, I didn't lose my mind enough. Wasn't that enough? You know, I wanted, <laughs> wanted more. Screaming, could you just one more scream just for him? Yeah, it's much more. Tra- it's traumatic enough. Like some, like your family members dying, but there's like she lost all of her family members. She only stabbed one in the eye. <laughs> it fell on the knife. Okay, close enough. <laughs> just kidding. But it's the only time where you, they can actually—that's actually the excuse. But you kicked ass with really the bat. Did fall okay. on the knife, so. But that <laughs> fell on my knife ten times. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. Oh, good. <laughs> but um, but that's one of the things that that a lot of zombie zombie ma- um, material, you know, in media. That's one of the things they like to play up as, uh, you know, a big aspect of the tragedy of the situation is what happens when your family members Mm -hmm. get turned into a zombie. How would you react if your mother, who is now a zombie, is staring you in the face and trying to kill you? What would you do? And that's... and. Every every bit of zombie media I've seen that plays with that plays it differently. Some people, you know, but nobody... Almost nobody <laughs> has an easy time with it. And to see this, it was very emotional. It was very sad and very tragic. What was the almost? I have no idea. I caught one zombie movie on TV. I have no idea what it was. But there was one chick who was totally okay with blowing away her family members. It was co- <laughs> I have no idea what it was. Hey, commenters, if you know what this is, please let us know. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah, I, I don't it know. It sounds familiar. <laughs> I'm hearing this. I'm like, I feel like I've seen that movie, too. But I yeah, haven't. I, I was like, I was oh, like was. 11 or something like that. And it was just on TV. And I was like, what is this? And I walked away because it was dark. <laughs> Sounds like something an 11 year old probably shouldn't be watching. Yeah, no. 11 year old Megan also That's... caught parts of Event Horizon. So <laughs> yeah, that traumatized me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, I mean, this was probably the most emotional scene for Addie thus far in the series. What was it like just kind of being in that headspace because that's it's just so dark and tragic it was kind of weird it was okay i i cheated though i kind of <laughs> went because i think you filmed it first i think you filmed the first pass of stabbing the mom first i feel like i was like just do what michael Walsh did just do, <laughs> just do what he did oh i don't oh yeah well what she's referring to i we shot a few different versions so i also fought her mom and then there was talk of like you know, maybe it's intertwined with me fighting the mom and the other zombie and whatever. Um, I don't know, though, dude. You were you were pretty locked in. I, you know, I remember um, w- when we first got to Spokane. I mean, again, I don't know. If, whatever, you're fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, stage was telling me like she 
was she had issues with vulnerability yeah. on screen, and I, I don't know exactly what happened or what was unlocked, but throughout the course of this series, like it's just totally like whenever she needed to be super emotional, super vulnerable, or whatever, she just like totally locked into it. Um, yeah, I think um, I don't know. I mean, different characters like bring different things to the table and 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 for us it seems like part of our job is is to bring a lot of that emotion and you know represent like a relationship like in the apocalypse and and a lot of that's going to be really sad and really heavy and and uh really dark and and all that stuff so that's kind of what this episode ended up being i mean I, we still had some of the humor just because it was it was just kind of funny after a while to see mac <laughs> continue to die the same way over and over again. um i mean a lot of people were like you know uh sending me messages like man is it is it weird that i'm laughing right now i'm like nah dude everyone on set was laughing too it's just it's just the situation is silly um but yeah i mean we've you know we've had to kind of represent as far as the uh the feels. The feels. <laughs> the feels. We got the feels all the feels. <laughs> all of them. No, I needed those feels. These feels. Good. Yeah. But it's true. This episode was hilarious and then terribly sad by turns. I, I just because, yeah, you're laughing at Mac dying one second. And then when you realize the implication of what's happened, it's it's like it's just not funny anymore. No. <laughs> and if I may uh, tease with a little, uh, not a spoiler, but just a little tease here. Um, what this does to Addie now that she has finally unlocked what this thing is Um it, it affects her in a way that uh, is is very interesting as the season comes to a close. So I'll just I'll just say that. Stay tuned. Mm. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Oh, we plan on staying too. Oh, good. Anastasia, yeah, any thoughts? Now. No, that was very good. <laughs> <laughs> just tough. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to think about like that kind of um, an experience or that unlocking. Like, that shifts your whole experience of life, like, of yourself, of life, of, of what this thing is, uh, their relation, and, and then everything. Yeah, like, it's, I was talking to somebody, and I was like, it's really a turning point. Like, it's really a turning point for her, for him, for them, for everything, for the whole, for the whole show. So, yeah, it's, uh, again, show's very realistic. I'm sticking by that. Yeah. So, who yeah. was the Z, the security guy? What... What was his? I, I know what he was doing. He's protecting. He's trying to make the secret stay inside. But who was he? Where did you get the image of him? Do we figure that out? Does that come up at all, or is that kind of a moot point? Watching I mean, the I, Princess Bride. I, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. scary zombie. <laughs> I, I think the idea there was just a, a zombie that Mac couldn't kill. You know? Yeah. Like, like what's like the scariest? So we had like the boss Z, and what was it, episode four? The yeah. one, the like, the big guy, like the army guy. Mm-hmm. So other than like a general, what's like this? Like a freaking football. What happens with a football player? <laughs> turns into a zombie like <laughs> and like has the ability to have like lateral movement and seems to be able to like he's like conscious th- yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and, and, and i thought it was interesting too that he was a cop you yeah. know like any semblance of authority that is supposed to be there to serve and protect you is now gone and i think that kind of also says a lot about the world that you're in is that you can't rely on anyone to protect you anymore mm-hmm Nope. Can edge away from political commentary here because ooh, there's a lot to say on that subject. <laughs> no, I just meant well, there was you know, a lot of symbolism oh, I mean, in, in this episode, so yeah, that yeah. could be a huge yeah. part of it for sure. And actually, I I go I went to Google <laughs> to actually look up what it means to have like a snake and a hawk in your dream. Mm-hmm. And this is Google, so please take this with a grain of salt. And I have no idea if that was the idea behind like writing this episode, but supposedly with like a snake, it's supposed to be uh, representing like lurking danger around the corner um, or like it kind of parallels a, a relation a waking relationship where you're feeling constricted and confined so it's very good yeah <laughs> and then the hawk is also that suspicions are lurking around you and your activities and you need to proceed with caution or you should keep an eye on a um, uh, close eye on someone or something in your real life. Granted, this is Google interpreting dreams. You didn't so. just do the homework. You did the extra credit. <laughs> yeah. This Carl Schaefer character must also know about this Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Calm down. <laughs> so not 
not not to, not to go about like saying that I'm psychoanalyzing dreams in any sort of accurate way, but according to Google, there is some symbolism there to those dreams. Again, yeah. I don't know if that like these writers are smart. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. I don't know. What did you guys think? Because I, I think when animals are in your dreams, it's really scary, usually, because there's something like spiders or something, usually. Oh, yeah. I Google that all the time. If there's, like, <laughs> uh, I think I had a dream where there was a giraffe, and it, like, attacked me. And I'm like, why is a giraffe <laughs> attacking me? So, like, I agree. Like, there's something that's in every dream, and it has a special subconscious meaning behind it all. I just assume if I saw a zebra in my dream, I was watching National Geographic before I fell <laughs> asleep or something. Nope, no, no giraffe watching. Sometimes a zebra is just a zebra. Have you guys had any weird animal dreams? <laughs> uh, you got animals? I got weird dreams, honey. Yeah, <laughs> dreams. Yeah, I got like dreams. Does. Yeah, you um, and me and archetypes. <laughs> yeah, but, but Ian, yeah, you answer, I'll think. <laughs> the question is whether the dreams are appropriate for Yeah, yeah that too. <laughs> We're trying not to be explicit on I'm iTunes. Projecting. <laughs> You're projecting. Okay, Tell now I really don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you have animals in your dreams and they're inappropriate? <laughs> Oh, that was a big leap. <laughs> no, 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 it really wasn't Shame because we were on inappropriateness. And, and Well, we were on animals and then you went into inappropriate and so you made that link. <laughs> He's off his game without yeah. his beard. Oh, yeah. Aww. Have you just lost your balance? Oh, yeah. It's sad. It's like there's a weight missing, <laughs> but you look great. Well, it's kind you. of a uh, hairy situation. Anyway, but I, I do like that the writing kind of incorporates that, and that you know, for for the people who go and do the extra credit, mm-hmm. there is a little bit something there. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Our writers are very smarty pants brainiacs, so I, I assume there's. there's <laughs> <laughs> that know of the fair. Google? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? They are. <laughs> you ever met Carl? <laughs> very smart man. Very smart man. <laughs> I, like, I think that's the official term now. <laughs> Smarty pants, Brady X. Smarty pants, Brady X. That's the whole load of you. I like that. But so when when this memory is unlocked and Addie wakes up and we see that they actually never went to this place in the dream that they actually stayed by the creek the whole time, and and Addie's awake over by the creek screaming, and that's when we find out that that was indeed her mom and her little brother, and that's where this episode ends. And like, what a dark, unpleasant note to end on um, because we we don't get an epilogue with this one. We don't get any sense of like resolution. It's just, no. this was the truth and now I have to live with it. Credits. I thought it was F- actually <laughs> a good place to end it because by waking up back at the uh, creek, that's the cue to the audience that we are back in the real world now. So even if Addie is having a you know screaming breakdown on the riverbank, there's still relief for the audience that, okay, okay, we're done. This is real. Mm. We got this. So there's still relief in that way, even if it's not in character relief. Mm. I'm just happy they have gas in their bikes still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That so, too. It would have been tough walking that thing just down the road <laughs> hoping to find a gas station. <laughs> and it is sad because, yeah, not only not only do we have this, you know, huge emotional thing but they're they're still away from the group they still don't really have food or water you know where can we go from here and obviously now there's this big emotional trauma to carry with it too so what do you guys think i think we don't normally get to do this because we're normally short on time but i want to talk about predictions Nope. Before we go into those, I have to go into a commercial break. Oh. Because I can't not bring this up. Okay. I don't know how you guys watched it, but I watched it on demand on like a t- on Time Warner Cable, and in the middle of it, during the commercial oh, breaks, no. there was an ad yes. featuring yes. Keith Allen yeah. Murphy no. uh, for Nexium. What? Yeah. Like I, I was, I stopped and rewound. I was like, wait a minute, there's no way. It was like right there in Is the middle of the Is that not the coolest thing? Did you guys see it? I, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. That explains all the jokes on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, just I completely missed the commercials. <laughs> You're not allowed to fast forward on on demand. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so sorry, I had to bring that up. Because okay. apparently Nexium is the drug that cures the zombie <laughs> infection. <laughs> There it is. Now, was this an actual Z Nation themed ad, no, or was it, it was, just him? just happened to be in the ad. <laughs> it's just like Keith walking along a beach. And, yeah. I mean, that's, with like a his button down open shirt, you know. <laughs> now that I've been therapy. completely cured of the zombie virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a flash forward. <laughs> yeah. show. I was getting. That's what he was doing before he got arrested. Because I'm I'm trying to picture him in his zombie you know esque makeup walking down the <laughs> beach from the beach in this commercial. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. I'm going to have to go and track down that commercial because that sounds amazing. Wow. But anyway, before we get too off topic with how hilariously awesome that is. Too late. <laughs> let's, let's talk a little bit about it because you guys teased it a little bit. What do you guys think is going to happen moving forward? Radioactive zombies. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> That it just—it looks. It's like the funny part of this show. Like, just like, what's the most ridiculous thing we can do with zombies? Let's make them nuclear. <laughs> Fair because enough. why not? Right? It's not going to hurt them. It'll hurt the people around yeah, them. Yeah, so. well, yeah, but they don't care. It's like the exploding zombies that like come, they're like you have, you have to shoot them in video games before they explode on oh, you. Oh yeah, and then like get their gooiness on you and attack <laughs> more zombies. Yeah, That's exactly. Up? Yeah. Gross. What game was this? I don't know. <laughs> Left 4 Dead. Okay. Okay. Left 4 Dead has okay, it's them. One like, of the, yes. Halo has them with their oh, the yeah, flood the, the flood. Oh, God, the flood. <laughs> Those guys. But I, I didn't get to see the pr- the promo for the next episode. But, um, but yeah, I... I think that eventually they will make it back to the rest of the group. Whether or not they'll make it back in one piece, I'm not so sure. I don't think it'll happen before the end of the season. Oh, really? Really. I, don't... I think that I'm not looking. <laughs> I guess going, hmm. I don't think they'll make it back to the group before the end of the season. I think we're going to be going into season two with them still separated. Well, um... I got a question for you guys, though. Citizen Z has been able to communicate with them prior to their separation. Is it because of the that Zunami or Zunami, whatever, Zunami, yeah. is uh, causing him not to be able to communicate with them? I thought they, they said at the top mention. of the episode yeah. that, like, that, that Citizen Z had given them a uh, rendezvous, rendezvous point. Yeah. yeah. So I think they'll be back soon. So they can't just find a payphone and be like, hey. <laughs> well, they did talk <laughs> to them. They, they just did it off the screen. Ghostbusters, thank you. <laughs> I just, the, this show has been one for crazy random happenstance and, dare I say it, Murphy's Law. So even if they have a rendezvous point, who says it's not going to be... Oh, come on. Who says it's not going to be overrun by zombies? Who says they won't have to relocate? Who says that they'll even make it there and they won't have to go around? Just because they have a goal in mind doesn't mean they're going to get there. Doesn't mean the timing will be right. I want more GoPro. Where's your GoPro? Stop being sad and play with your GoPro. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Did we lose the camera? Did it just disappear? Somewhere. Did it get lost in the cannibal episode? No. Let's go with no, that. No, because oh. she had it when they came to the camp, that other camp that oh, the okay. religious people. Well, they in. had to leave that in a hurry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys still have the camera? Because you, you made a comment in this episode, like, I need to power up. And I was like, oh, it sounds like Mario, but okay. Yeah, I thought the whole idea of the GoPro initially was going to be like, so we'd have cool GoPro shots incorporated into the show, and then that sort of didn't happen. So I... I don't know, man. There hasn't been a a clear trajectory as far as, like, the plan for the GoPro. What is the story arc of the GoPro? (laughs) (laughs) It was a dream. It's It's a journey of your character. Well, I think, um, for the most part, it was there um, for that little plot point in the Cannibal episodes. Um, But ever since, yeah, I I think that initially it was just kind of to show that Addie was kind of this artistic Mm -hmm. character, a little bit more romantic with the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, someone who had enough hope for the future to where she felt it necessary to actually document what was happening. Now. Yeah, I, so, I are you saying that because she's not documenting anymore that she's going dark? That's I mean, I guess kind of what you said earlier, but <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening, we'll there's see. a lot of eyebrow got... waggle going on up in here. <laughs> you should really check it out on YouTube. You really should. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's impressive. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. One day, I sat in front of the mirror and I was like, "Move your." Right eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I can't do that. It's too hard. You need both. 
No more yeah, eyebrow yeah. lines. It's getting weird. It's getting weird. Now it got weird. Yeah. <laughs> you made it weird. But anyway, we are we are running a little short on time. We should probably wrap it up for the evening. One last question. Yes. Do you own the GoPro? Do you own a GoPro? Gonna give me okay, one. no. I was hoping you could give me one, but no. GoPro. But <laughs> you should go shopping together. But I would like to know: Do you guys have any other final thoughts on this episode and the journey that your characters are taking thus far? It was really cool. Yeah, I, it sounds like we're about done here. Um, yeah, listen, I I think. Um, Mac and Addy's, we've been building to something all season, and then from here on out, it just uh, it, it gets better and better, and it, it ends in a really cool place. So, I, once again, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see it. And where can fans go if they want to find out more about you guys? I am on the interwebs at uh, Annie Awesome on Twitter and Instagram, and Anastasia Barnova on Facebook. And I am at Michael Welch Act, you know, because I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Any upcoming projects you want to promote or talk about real quick? Uh, you got stuff going on, yeah? I, I got a ton of stuff going on. Nothing I can really announce right now, though. So just just stay tuned. I'll, I'll let you know when things are still on Friday night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys so, so much for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you guys. Thank awesome. you, guys. Good to see you guys again. Zach Wilson, where can the people find you? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at that Zach Wilson, and also here at AfterBuzz, I got a bunch of stuff. Grim coming up later this evening. Uh, Resurrection as well. Uh, Doctor Who is going to be back in December with classics, and uh, yeah, thanks guys. Roya, and you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Roy. That's H E Y R O Y A, and I'm also on the Saturday Night Live after show, the uh, Law and Order SVU after show, and there's other stuff. But that's it. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Kiaget. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on the Sword Art Online, Arrow, and Star Wars Rebels panels. And I'm Megan. You can follow me on Twitter at The Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, including Sword Art Online, which is coming up in a couple minutes. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so, so much for watching this week. And thank you again to our special guests for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank you. We will see you guys next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.